0: Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast.
2: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you are listening to us, it is the Insight Fantasy Sport Podcast AFL edition. I'm your host, the Super Coach Hawk, sitting here with my good mate, Big Horse Mickey Dell. How are you, sir?
3: Robbie, going well, brother looking forward to uh the last two weeks of AFL football we're getting closer to AFL super coach grand finals but there's yeah there's some big outs again this week Collingwood you know with some stars out how are they going to shape up it's all very interesting
2: yeah it's getting to the pointy end that's for sure and the interesting thing about now as well is it's starting to get to the pointy end even if you're not making finals so we're talking about doing part two of our resign relocate retire mm. Teams are starting to think, what's happening next? They're starting to look at their list. They're starting to look at what's going on. Um, I know you and I are having a very close look. I really enjoyed episode one. I hope people have gone Mm. and checked it out. We're now talking uh, the lower alphabetical teams as we push through, thanks to our sponsors, The Standard Squeeze and Astute Newstead. We're going to talk about all the players that are uncontracted, and then we're going to ask each other the question, should the team re-sign them, relocate them, or is it a retirement slash D list? Which one it might be. Speaking of retirements, massive announcements this this week. I think. Uh, yeah. What's your thought? I reckon this is one of the best. And I say best as in we could put together one of the best teams of retired players in a year with the names that have gone out uh, this season.
3: Yeah, for sure. The likes of Nat Nui, who is perhaps the best tap ruckman that we've ever seen. Uh, Jack Rewalt, almost eight hundred goals. He's going to come up just short of 350 AFL games the list goes on and then you you throw buddy in there Hearn Shuey. like there's just there's a there's a lot of quality players there who are calling time but this gives the younger generation a chance to prove themselves and show out for Richmond does this mean that they're going to persist with some rookies or some younger players last couple of games of the year to see what they can give uh for Sydney with buddy Gorn a finals push there. What are they going to do? Are they going to go young? Or are they going to try and play the best team they can? Or there's there's some interesting questions that we need to see unfurl in the last couple of rounds before we can see what teams are doing.
2: Yeah, I was listening to Neil Barn this morning out of the Richmond Footy Club, and he was heavily talking about, you know, when you see the Cochins go, the Rewaltz goals uh, go, it's now time for the young fellas to grab the bulls by the horn, and uh, it's their job to take over and step up. And it was really nice listening to him. And I think they've got a bit of quality there. Yes, it's a, it's a rebrand, yeah. it's a rebirth. I don't think it's a rebuild, but it's, uh, it's definitely a new era at Richmond when you see the likes of uh, Cochin go. You kind of forget Coch 1A at Brownlow uh one it with sam mitchell obviously the controversy no, that happened didn't. with that's obviously Joe the Watson. controversy that happened with your boy out of and Joe Watson and nah. uh getting a little uh too much acupuncture in the neck but we'll move on because I know that's a <laughs> pointy subject should I say but uh it's yeah touchy. you kind of forget that he's got a brown low or let's just yeah. call him a very close second but uh mate we're gonna dive in uh we're gonna dive in off the uh, top of the rank today is is Melbourne and we're going to push through because we've got some big lists and there are some mm. big names to sort of mention as well. So we mean yeah, no disrespect to any player that we kind of push through. But if you haven't played a senior game, I think we're going to give quick one-word answers to this one on resign, relocate or retire. And uh, and maybe there's a few names here that we'll start to, to talk about a little bit longer. So off the top of the list is Andy Mones wakefield And we start with somebody who hasn't played an AFL game yet but is seen as a small forward prospect. The club's quite keen on, from what I hear. I don't know about him. Have you heard about him over in Victoria land?
3: I've seen him a little bit in the VFL, but apart from having a pretty wicked Scrabble name, yeah, we haven't seen him in the seniors yet. So (sighs) Melbourne are pretty keen on him and wanting to sign him on. I guess if they're keen on him and they want him around, they do need some depth at small forward. So, yeah, keep him around.
2: Mate, I know when you're on, when you start with good ban to start it off, you've done a little <laughs> bit of research, a Scrabble name. That was too subtle, mate. That was too good a bounce to, uh, to not put that in. It would be a very yeah. good Scrabble score, especially on the old mm. double, double total. We move on to Deacon Smith. Hasn't played a senior game either. Um, they're saying that he's got one more last chance to kind of prove himself. Who? Never heard of him. Yeah. Move on, mate. Couple of names that come up next, though, are names that you definitely would have heard. Um, Jakey Milkship, one of them, and you know he's done more than enough yeah. to probably gain another contract. He's one of those players that you sort of keep on your list. Is he in their best twenty-two? Is he just outside? But he's done a good service to this club. Um, d- does he get one more year to push onto twenty twenty-four?
3: Yeah, I think he does. He's done this the last couple of years where he, he sort of he's on the outer, plays a lot of AFL footy, comes in at the back end of the season, and shows that he can still play at AFL level, and then gets one year deal. So he's done it this year again. A couple of weeks ago, he kicked three or four goals and pretty much won on the game playing forward. Uh, he was playing well with Harrison Petty before Petty went down. And I think he's a, he's a vital cog, especially with Fritch out at the moment. I think they do give him a one-year deal.
2: I think when everyone's fit, he's not in your 22, but he's the kind of no, player that's definitely in your 25. And when he mm-hmm. comes in, it's as if you think he's a part of the 22. You don't notice that someone's injured or something like that. So he's the type of player you got to keep in, especially if you're in a premiership window. Though this person probably slips a bit further down. He's probably more to your 26, to your 28, maybe pushes to the 30, is James Jordan. Um, You know, It's going to be tough to let him go. You obviously want to hold on to your depth. Is he somebody that Melbourne looks to relocate or is he probably going to put his hand up to relocate?
3: I think he puts his hand up. You you watch the way he plays and he was a solid wingman with Melbourne before Lockie Hunter came on the scene. Now we've sort of been squeezed out a little bit, been playing a little bit of, of VFL football. I think he's in most teams' best 22, but with the way Melbourne structure up, yeah, they, he just hasn't had the opportunities this year. So, mate, I think it's time to find somewhere else to play.
2: Kai Turner, have you heard of him? I've heard he's been had a first-year riddle with injuries. Should he get one more go? They're probably saying just one more year.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah they say one more year, but, you know, you, you, we've got to remember that draft time, pre-season, you bring in seven or eight players – So if they haven't shown enough potential yet, and it's a ruthless industry, I'm going to jump on that bandwagon and say, see ya, mate.
2: Now, this is an interesting one. I've got three names. I think the last one speaks for itself. But this is one of the, I don't know, I'm sure you watched the doco back in the day. It was the first season that came out when they started following the football agents. Uh, Luke Dunstan was looking for a club. St Kilda basically showed no interest, which was interesting after he picked up all those Brownlow votes that he did when he actually got a few games at St Kilda out of all the clubs you would have thought he would have chosen Gold Coast or something like that, someone where he was going to get more of an opportunity, he ended up picking the premiership side of the year before, which was Melbourne, which to me didn't make much sense. But, um, you know, it hasn't had much opportunity to get into this side. What happens with Luke Dunstan moving forward? I think he's still
3: got enough to play at AFL level. You see him in the VFL, he just he racks up numbers and he's, he's like a Matty Crouch kind of player. So, yeah, he, he does get another crack, but... I think it's like a a depth player with North Melbourne, especially with the amount of retirees they have there and their need for senior bodies. Potentially a Gold Coast or West Coast. I think he'd fit in there and be there in and under bull in there.
2: West Coast is a bad shout. Fremantle's not a bad shout. uh, Fremantle have to work out what they're going to do and who's going to be that bull for their team. I don't know if he's quite big enough for what they're looking for, but um, yeah, I hope he finds another team and and gets a bit of a run. As, Uh, As we said on our last...
3: Now that you brought up Freo, we'll quickly bring it up that Sam Menegola has been linked to Freo. So that would be Ooh. a nice end for Freo. He's a bigger body midfielder and hasn't really had a crack in the last couple of years.
2: And won't have to pay him too much either. That's not a bad call at all. I don't mind that. That's a mm. good shout. Uh, Michael Hibbard, um, one of those players that, again, sits in that sort of 25. You know what you're going to get out of him on the halfback flank. Sen saying one more year? I'm probably saying it's time to move him on.
3: Us at the Insight Fantasy Sports Network, we think alike. I, I think it's time to uh, look for another career, Mr. Hibbard. Pack your bags, mate.
2: Yeah. And finally, Taj Woden, great. You know, ex brownlow medalist, son of a, gr- uh, son of a gun. Um, yeah. You know, finally did get a debut this year, and, and he looked like he, he can uh, hold himself, that's for sure. I think you've got to yeah. sign him to a multi-year deal and, and get him I, reasonably cheap while you can.
3: I think you do. I think you do. And on the subject of his old man, is he one of the more controversial winners of the Brownlow Medal on recent times?
2: Yeah, he's absolutely up there for sure. Yeah. I think the blonde, blonde peroxide. Not to take away what kind of football he was, a quality footballer. But yeah, he's quality up there in the Adam, the Adam Cooney yeah. ranks and the top of those sort so. of Brownlow medalists. Look, mm-hmm. they don't give away Brownlow, so he obviously can play. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a controversial one for sure.
3: Yeah. So let's uh, let's move on to the North Melbourne Footy Club. But before we do, let me tell you about Astute Newstead Finance. Ever wondered what the best bank is on the market or if the current rates are too high? Are you looking for a new home and want to know whether it's affordable? Don't wonder anymore. Talk to our good friend Ryan at Astute Newstead who can give you the confidential lending assistance with no obligations attached. Don't get pigeonholed into one lender. Ryan specialises in residential home loans with over 50 lenders on panel, including the major banks. The best part? He does it no charge. He does it for no fee, like other brokers. Astute Newstead sorry, also offers personal, vehicle, and business loans. So reach out to Ryan at Astute Newstead on 0431 766 784 or email at ryanh at eganwealth.com and use the code INSIGHT. Let him know that we sent you and he'll look out for the best deal for you.
1: a so good down, day, man. Ryan.
2: Yeah. Well done, man. You're a, you're a natural at that. I'm glad I passed that one on to you. But, uh, mate, I, I can't stress enough going to a broker. I remember the first time mm-hmm. way back in the day when I went to a broker. And um, I remember getting to the end of it and going like, so what do I need to send you? Like how much does this cost? And it, knowing that it was free, it's unbelievable. So I recommend everybody going. So, yeah. And if there's ever somebody that we want to part with their money, go to Ryan mm-hmm. and I want him to part his money with us. So, uh, yeah, go and support he's, those that support us. And yeah. I've heard he's the best of the best. That's what I'm hearing. He is.
3: He's, he's helped me out recently and saved me a lot of money, speaking from yeah. personal experience. Yeah. So North Melbourne.
2: Yeah, let's do it. We've got a few ears perked up, I reckon, here for North Melbourne.
3: I reckon I do. There's, there's a big North Melbourne following that follow our podcast. So let's start with my good friend, Aaron Hall. There's a few TikToks out there getting around that have snipped me saying that he's not much good and that he should retire. Apparently, he's heard my advice. See you, mate. Don't let the yeah. door hit you in the arse on the way out. Would you like to yep. add anything to that? Move on. Okay, uh, <laughs> Aiden the Stiffy Boner, the former first round draft pick, never quite found his spot in the best twenty two at North Melbourne. He, he's a, he's got a huge rig though, and can play as that third tall. With Harry McKay, McKay, sorry, potentially leaving. With is it Griffin Logue that's done an ACL? Is it worth holding on to him for another year?
2: I'd have to have a really strong look at their whole list. For me, mm-hmm. it would be time to move on. I think they've got to be quite ruthless, but you raised some good points there. Um, it would come down to knowing the medical history and seeing where Ben McKay ends up. But, uh, yeah, he, he's a, he's right on that borderline. Hold on or be ruthless and time to go.
3: For sure. Our next man, Ben McKay, or Ben McKay, however you want to pronounce it. If the Roos are going to yeah. If the rules are going to get a first round draft pick out of him, uh, it's SCN had been quoted to say that North Melbourne should pack their bags for him. I'll go one better. I'll pack your bags for you, mate. Come to Essendon, we'll have you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you've you've made good points about this sort of area and who he is. I think what is actually his strongest asset isn't so much how good he is as a player; it's his size. And if you're going to start to go up against the Man Mountains, the Tom Lynchers, the Tom Hawkins, even the Harry Mackay's and the thing like that, the big boys that are tough to match up on, you've got to get yourself a Ben Mackay. And it's as simple as that. So that's where his value's at. Um, But like you just said, I think the Roos are in the point now where they can afford to give him up if there's a compensation pick coming or a first rounder or whatever that is. Yeah, I think it's a win-win for however this plays out.
3: I want people to stay tuned because I've pigeonholed or I've, I've picked who I'd like our backup Ruckman to be next year who will come later in this episode. Blake Drury, the little red-headed nugget, debuted this year and impressed people around the club, even though he did not shine at AFL level. Enough, rookie for, one listed.
2: Yep. Enough for one more year. Yep, yep.
3: He bounced on the scene. He played well that first game and then was shitty ass for the next two games. So hopefully he can build on that, get a good preseason into him. And uh, yeah, yeah. Have another crack.
2: I think one we've got to remember as well is the inconsistencies of Clarko being there, then Clarko leaving, and then Ratten taking over. I think some consistency of an off-season does wonders for the young fellas. So Mm -hmm. he's the one that if you're enough of a fringe in your first year, you're getting another year for sure.
3: You're a Hawthorne man. You'll know this name. Daniel Howe. Haven't seen much of him there. What do you reckon?
2: Nah, time to go. This is one of those ones. He's a great servant. He's done well. He's gone across, gave him what they needed. These are the ones that they've got to get rid of now and rejuvenate this list.
3: Uh, a young man who's a fan of our show, Flynn Perez, Bendigo lad. He, he's got some quality, quality talent about him. I like him, and not just because he's a fan of the show, but because I I personally believe that he's got a lot more to give at AFL level. Give him a couple of years.
2: Fans of the show, he gets five years. He also gets a nice deal at Astute Newstead, and he can also go and have 15% off with Inside 15 at the Standard squeeze. So enjoy your hey, new Jay. deal, uh, Flynn what Perez. What more could
3: you want <laughs> what more could you want?
2: Nah, he gets uh, another guy, for sure.
3: Yeah, yeah. Jack Zabel, gone. The pig. See you later. Jackie Bedwoods. Who's he? He was picked up in the mid-season yeah. draft initially, but he's a developing tall. He's yet to get a look at AFL level. The Roos have room to persist with him for at least another year, especially with those who are being delisted and have retired. Have you heard of this guy? Because I certainly haven't.
2: No, I have not. I mean, I was aware of the mid-season draft and him getting picked up mm-hmm. but not aware of what he's doing as a player. Um, look, I think Talls, if you can give him the time, they've got to work out what sort of the Goldstein and Cherry sort of combo sort of looks like. What is that moving forward? So holding on to a young player right now until you see what you get in a draft and moving forward, I'd give him one more year.
3: Callan Dawson, a key position player, picked out of the mid-season draft. He's played four games in 2023. What do you reckon?
2: No, from what I've heard, he hasn't. He hasn't shown them enough, um, yep. and that he's going to get delisted. So to relocate or retire, delist. Yep.
3: Yep. He looks nothing like Mister Dawson from Adelaide, and looks a lot like someone <laughs> from Dawson's Creek. So see you, mate. Find another career. Jack Marnie. North Melbourne blokes don't like this guy. I, I, I don't know why, because he looks okay when he's on. When I watch him in the seniors. Uh, he's had injury issues, but seems out of favour.
2: What do you reckon? Rejuvenate. He's got to go. He's in that list at the moment. Yep. I think they've got to be picking the people they know that they're sitting comfortably in that 25, and then anyone who's not in that 25, it's gone, and bring in some young fellas or or make some moves.
3: Now I reckon we, we know Herbie, we know Trent, we know <laughs> Jake Skidmore. They're big fans of North Melbourne Footy Club, but they might not be a player that they dislike more than Kane Turner. He's put together 126 games, so he's been there through the hard times. He's only played eight games this year, though. Is it time for him to move on as well?
2: I personally don't mind him, but I don't watch the Roos as much as those boys that you've mentioned. Um, And as much as they might have split opinions of myself, I actually rate them all very highly with their knowledge of football. And so I'm going to back them in that he is not giving what the North Melbourne Football Club does or wants. So therefore, I'm going to back him in and say, D retire. Yep.
3: Yeah. Uh, Lockie Young. Young found his way into the senior side last month and has definitely held his own. As we were saying before with Griffin, <coughs> pardon me, Griffin Logue's ACL and Benny Mackay on his way to Essendon, hopefully. Is it worth holding on to him?
2: See, this is the one I would hold on. And this is where Bonner probably is the one that pushes out. So um, you hold him on and you can't hold on to too many. you got to start to back in the medical staff that they'll get these players up and about. But yeah, Lockie Young is one that I would hold on.
3: For sure. Liam Shields, back on the rookie list or is he done?
2: Yeah, I'd actually keep him on there and bring the rookie Mm -hmm. list thing into disrepute. I bloody hate this about the rookie list. I think they need to find a way to fix this. It's not what the rookie list was for. But whilst that rule's there, I'd be chucking him on that rookie list for sure and keeping him around. Um, Mm -hmm. Look, he can coach. He can play. You know exactly what you get from Liam Shields. I think he's done enough to keep him on for some veteran names um, that are still producing.
3: Yeah. The rising sun, Phoenix Spicer, has played six games. What's that?
2: Sorry, you keep going. Nah,
3: nah. I was just about to say, he's played, but he's been ordinary. I'm dropping him.
2: Yeah, uh, like this is the one that sort of breaks our rule of being younger and getting some games and being around the mark, but I think he's well off the mark, well off yeah. the mark.
3: yeah. And Todd Goldstein, I'm keeping him. For as long as Todd Goldstein wants to play, I'm signing him
2: to one-year deals. 100%. Couldn't agree more. Uh, yeah, move on. Port Adelaide Footy Club, uh, your mate right at the top. I actually was sitting at a table at the East Fremantle Football Club versus East Perth President lunch. If I can just drop a little bit to make myself sound important, um, and I'm pretty sure Brent Tickle's uncle and auntie were sitting on a table behind me, and I think they've got a bit of they've got a bit of sporting talent in that uh, in that family. Um, but yeah, we know all about Tickle. Um, what do you think they're going to do? Is it is it just a one year deal for now? Yeah, they have got to keep him.
3: If they yep. if they pick up Grundy, uh, I think that makes him a little more vulnerable. But you got to think you got Lysett, you got Hayes, you got the Tez Tez Tickle. Um, I I put Tickle above Sam Hayes and Scott Lysett's body isn't great either. So if you, if you bring Grundy in, yeah, he's a depth play. He may hang around, and the other two might be on their way out. I, I see the most upside in him out of the three anyway.
2: Sounds good. Um, what, what, does Lyset hold on if Grundy comes, or does he go? That's my that's my signal to go because he's almost got to go because he's,
3: yeah, he's yep. he's no good as a depth player now.
2: Uh, Dylan Williams, I think he's shown enough um, to get a multi-year deal, in my personal opinion, drafted in 2019. Um, he's getting he's taking his time a little bit, but this is a team that's also like premiership windows for a while now. Um, I think he's got a bit of a runoff halfback. What do you reckon?
3: He's He's been really good this year. I'm multi-year dealing him.
2: Very similar to this 21-year-old, Francis Evan, former Cat, um, has to be patient in his first year at the Power, but has broken through for seven games and, um, He's supposedly, because I don't follow the Sample too much, kicked multiple goals mm. at Sample level. Um, and in Showdown 54, he booted a four, as we all know very well. Um, mm-hmm. Another multi-year deal for this guy? Yep.
0: yep.
2: i tell you one thing that Port Adelaide's done very well. They have done well in drafts and unearthing some young players. You know, when you talk about the Rosees and the Butters and bringing them through and uh, I've have just had a, I've just had a mental block. The guy does the archery thing, keeps getting injured all the time. Yes. Erzma. Boom. Yeah. they they are some good players. And I, I think they've continued to draft well, even with some later picks in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, Jace Burgoyne, son of, um, Peter Burgoyne. Uh, I've heard that he, pre- I've heard he's going all right. Uh, mm. and I actually think he's one that you'll probably maybe give it to you, deal. What are you thinking?
3: Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, He's shown a bit, seen some sample highlights, and he lights it up.
2: Yeah. They got some big moves to make at the end of this year, um Port Adelaide. Mm-hmm. And if they don't lock away a few of these for multi year deals, I think they might lose a couple of them. But um mm-hmm. I think Kane Farrell sits under this as well. You know, Port obviously will want him to stay 24 years old, having one of his better seasons, definitely in power's best 22 multi year deal. Or do you so obviously I'm assuming you're gonna say try and get into a multi year deal, but do you think Kane Farrell wants to stay in Port Adelaide or is he gonna start looking?
3: He's from Central Vic here. So I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back to Victoria.
2: This is the other one whose name gets thrown around and you don't get many key forwards of this age doing the things that he's doing. Mitch Georgiades, obviously a WA boy, went to my old school, Hale, over here in WA. Um, Big talk for uh, West Coast, looking to make a move on him. Obviously has had an ACL injury earlier in the season as well, which does Mm -hmm. complicate trying to put him on big year deals where other clubs might take a little bit of a risk. What do you see happening with Mitch Georgiades?
3: I'm going to go against the grain here and West Coast trade for him and allow him to do his recovery and, yeah, take a gamble on his potential.
2: I think so too. I think Giorgi Allen, and Alan, uh, Oscar Allen is a, is a nice little combo up forward that could play together for, for many, many years to come. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that could work well and I think that's a, a good move for both. Um, Quinton Narkle obviously came along from Geelong, um, got picked up uh, mid season draft by Port Adelaide. Has he done enough for a one year extension, or what are you doing with Quinton Narkle?
3: I think he has. Yep, yep, I like him.
2: Riley Bonner lately been in the SA NFL, um, which isn't a great time to fall out from the AFL side. Um, mm-hmm. face value 26 year old probably should earn another deal. Will Port give him another one?
3: I think one more. Good depth player.
2: Uh, Sam Hayes as well. You were just talking about him before. What do you see them doing with Sam Hayes?
3: I think he's at the bottom of the tree. I think he moves on. Yep. Relocate. Yep.
2: And, and the other Ruckman at the other end of his career is Scotty Lysett. So mm-hmm. we talk about this. So they've got some big moves to make this year. If they, if they land, uh, is it if they land Grundy, he goes. If they don't land Grundy, he stays. Yes.
3: Yeah, spot on.
2: Uh, this is a really interesting one. The captain of the side, Tommy Jonas, been a lot of talk about him, obviously being out and then back into the side, starting to become that one out, one in player um, rather mm-hmm. than being in their best 22. What happens to 32-year-old Tom Jonas?
3: He has fallen off a cliff this year, unfortunately. Like he's the heart and soul of the footy club, but you're not going to play someone who could potentially cost you games. So unfortunately, 32 years old, it's time to move on, mate.
2: I know you're looking at the list in order. I'm going to leave this person to last. I'll go through the next two. Uh, Trent DeMont. Um, is that just a clean cut from Trent DeMont? Adelaide, yes. Obviously come from North Melbourne. He's an interesting one. I rated him at North Melbourne. I thought he could play. Nah, he, I'd, I'd, he... Yeah. Can't, doesn't use the ball well. Okay, good. Um, Trent McKenzie, former Gold Coast son. Um, I think he's come on well. He's a tough defender. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. he, I think he's embedded in their best twenty-two. Does he? Is it just one year? Is he? He's thirty-one.
3: Oh, I'd give him two. I'd give him two. There's You're one nice that thing. we have missed that I want to ask you before you ask me for Mister Boak, Charlie Dixon.
2: Oh, did I miss him? My bad. Actually, you know what? I think I was talking about him in my head and then didn't actually put it out of my mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Charlie Dixon's an interesting. Thirty-two item. years old,
3: but geez, his his body is near on knackered.
2: I think. I think. Yeah, you go.
3: Yeah, I think they persist with him for one more year.
2: I think you have to. I think mm. as much as he's breaking down, he still takes a particular defender. They're still in that window that you can hold him. I think there's other guys you can cull before you start culling someone like that, um, yeah. especially in the window they're in, and especially until you find out what happens with Mitch Georgiades as well.
3: Yeah, hundred percent.
2: So, Mister Boak. Uh, look, I actually rate him as one of my favorite players. I, I just really enjoy mm. him. Not so much of he's how awesome good player. he is, just his consistency, the way he goes about it, the way he leads the team. I've always found him quite interesting to watch. Um, he's also that player who, you know, not many people actually can go from the midfield to the forward or even to the back line and and play well in every position. And I think he does. Um, he does. What happens with Boki? Is it is it completely up to him?
3: I think it is. I think he's the type he- of bloke that would know if he can do it or not. And I think after what he's given that footy club, I, I think you, you just leave the ball in his court. I'd like to see him go on, but it wouldn't surprise me if he hung out the boots.
2: It wouldn't surprise me, but it would upset me. I'd like to see him go one more. Yeah. I think, I feel like him and, um, Dixon should just go one more. And I think it's the right move. And I think it's showing the cards that the Port Adelaide saying, we're genuinely up there in that premiership window right now. And these two deserve to stay on that list because they can support mm-hmm. us through. And the end yeah. of the year, regardless, they're going. And maybe they even use that as a, as a true catalyst to push themselves to one more, pre- uh, to, to a premiership. Um, yeah. If they don't happen to win it this year, look, there's still a chance, especially if they find there's a way a to finish chance. right up there. There's
3: still a big chance. Yeah. All right, let's go
2: yeah, go. Well,
3: well, what would you like us to do first? Sorry?
2: I wanted to shout out to the Standard Squeeze.
3: What a ripping bunch of people they are at the Standard Squeeze. I'll tell you what, Ash, Ash Sutton, the owner, great fella. I know him well. And, uh, yeah, do your dads a favour. Jump on the, uh, the Standard Squeeze website, punch in Insight 15. You get 15% off all goods courtesy of the Standard Squeeze. You get the 4-in-1, you get hats, you got hoodies. These, these hoodies are fantastic for those of you watching us on on YouTube. Nice and warm, nice and snug, happy days. So, yeah, jump on, Insight 15. You've done yourself a wonder.
2: All right, Richmond. I, I actually really like the T-shirt he sent me through. It actually uh, it fits, yeah. it's not, it fits nicely in all the right places. I don't have it on tonight. I apologize. I do have the hat, and I'm a big fan of the hat. I wear it all the time.
3: They're great. Richmond, Jacob Bauer, 2022 midseason rookie. Uh was impressive at VFL, played a few senior games. I'd give him multi years.
2: Yeah, I've heard he's I've heard he's gonna sign a multi year deal.
3: Yeah. The son of Mark Bradkey, Kalen Bradkey. Haven't seen much of him, but given that Lynch the last couple of years has had some injury issues, Rewalt's on the way out, do you hold on to him?
2: Yeah, I've heard, I mean, he was always going to be a long-term prospect to see if he could develop. I mean, he's got size, no doubt, like, he's, like his dad, um, and some ability from what I hear. Long-term prospect, I think you've got to give him one, one more and see how this team actually shapes themselves um, over the coming years.
3: Seth Campbell. Haven't seen this guy play selected in the 2022 draft. He's been restricted by injuries. What are you doing, mate?
2: No verdict here for me, mate. Don't know him. Um, I'll, I'll I'll stand strong on this show. If I don't know, I won't say. So I don't okay. know him, but hearing someone with a few injuries, I'm hearing that it's possibly a one-year deal that you can give him, but, yeah, don't okay. know him. So,
3: Seth, if you're listening to the show, mate, feel free to email us, Inside Fantasy Sports. Let us know what the inside word is, mate. We'd love to give our viewers an inside.
2: And then as a big fan, you'll get a five-year deal, so that's good.
3: There you go. Boom, boom. Works both ways. Mate, it'll work out for your career. Just do it. All right. So... <laughs> Matt Kalina, this guy makes tall people look small. He's huge.
2: Yeah, keep him on the release. Rig- keep him on the release. Yep. Rig- yep.
3: Uh, Matt Coulthard, he's played a couple of games. Looks lively. He's a small forward. I'm holding him to a couple of year deal.
2: Yeah, that type of speed, you're holding on to him for another year for sure.
3: Uh, Koch, done. Congratulations. Well played. It's still Jobs Brownlow though, mate.
2: Enjoy making even more money from the posse socks, mate.
3: Mm. Thompson Dow, interesting one. He's a midfielder picked up with the 21st pick in the 2019 draft, but according to people down at Richmond, it hasn't quite gone according to plan. He's played 14 games at AFL level, and it appears as though he's right on the edge of whether he's going to get another deal or not, along with – Another first-rounder,
2: Riley Collier-Dawkins. Nah, so Actually, he, he, no, Riley oh.
3: Collier-Dawkins was delisted last year from what I'm seeing, mm. sorry. So, mm. Dow, he played well last week and the week before. I'm holding him.
2: I think because of last week, if you if we had done this episode two weeks ago, I would have said he's on the list for me that's played some games but hasn't shown enough at that level. But like you just said, his last uh, last game was was impressive. Um, so, for me, it's mm. hold now for sure mm. and sign him just to a one year and, and go from there. And I think he'll sign it happily.
3: Here's an interesting one Jack Graham looked around at Port Adelaide last year, but opted to stay at Richmond. I think he's a bit slow. What are you doing with him?
2: Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Hey, I, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan. I think he's one that you try and see if you can move on, see if somebody else is looking for maybe that bit of a presence. Um, but I reckon it could just be a look to trade or maybe it's a tough decision that you do delist.
3: Yeah, Uh, Ryan Mansell, I like this guy. He's he's got a bit of see you next Tuesday about him. Give him a couple of years.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I like him. A couple of years as well. I'm with you.
3: Camden McIntosh is a WA boy. Two-time flag winner, played every game as a winger in 2023. He's 29 years of age now and has the hairline of a 50-year-old. Are you signing (laughs) him again?
0: Yeah,
2: he's on one year deals for the rest of his yeah. career. I don't think he's yeah. got value enough to go anywhere else. He's one year deals. So
3: it? Quite, Is he's quite a big unit. For he's a massive, wingman, isn't he? he? Yeah,
2: he's massive, and he just he just he consistently delivers week in week out. Good, a good enough level. He doesn't he doesn't have a like a basement level where you go drop him, and he doesn't really have that ceiling that makes you go wow. But he, you know what you get from him, and he does it week in week out.
3: Okay, Pickett, another WA, WA person. Are you holding him for another year?
2: Yeah. One more year. I think he's in that same sort of boat. You know what you get from him. You can't completely cull too many of these players. Um, yeah, hold him until you, till you shape your side and see what it's going to look like going forward and see what the leaders want to do. I'm holding him
3: if he can stay out of trouble.
2: Well, yeah. But, yeah, that,
3: yeah. but if it's another Sydney Stack episode, I'm getting rid of him.
2: No. And I don't think that hesitate to get rid of him. I think, though, in today's day and age, you'd have to be very careful with how you manage that situation. Um, mm-hmm. And look, you've got to, you know, player welfare is number one. It's always number yeah, it one. Um, mm-hmm. And look, I, I love watching him play footy. I, when he's up and about, he, he's great to watch. He's so silky. Um, yeah, so I, yeah. I wish he does go well in life and, and get back out on the footy field and keep playing the way he knows he can.
3: Next one, haven't heard much of this guy, Bigoa Nguyen. I hope I've said that right.
2: I feel like uh, Phil's, apparently... messaging, Phil's messaging us already, mate. We've pronounced that one wrong.
3: Yeah, definitely. Sorry, <laughs> Philly. Uh, 197 centimetres and can move. I'd, I'd keep him.
2: Old back SEN, they're saying two years, so um, okay. he must be showing a little something. At that size and athleticism, keep him in. Hugo Ralph Smith. I reckon you could look to trade him. I actually don't mind him. I don't think they've given him too much of a go just yet. Um, If there's value, you maybe move him um, or you extend him.
3: I think now that Daniel Lloyd retired at GWS, I reckon they might make a play for him as a high half forward, a similar type of role to what Daniel Lloyd plays.
2: Yeah. It's a good call. I like Uh,
3: that. Jack Rewalt, congratulations on a good career, mate. You're out of here. James Precise, haven't heard of him. VFL product added to the senior list via the 2023 mid-season draft. He has impressed as a rebounding defender at a level below the AFL and should be given another shot.
2: You, yeah, haven't have him. you heard I much? Heard no, so I'll back the ride right up in. It's a good little note there. I reckon we should read that note out. That's a good note.
3: The Tigers won't have to be too ruthless with delistings this year, given that Jason Castagna and Robbie Tarrant have already retired. And that Trent Cochin and Jack Rewalt have retired as well.
2: Mm, Here's another
3: point. one. I reckon Dusty Martin follows Hardwick to the Suns.
2: Yeah, I I think it's the worst kept secret going around.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I think he kind of is at that point of his career now that he can go up and do a service up there, and um and just sort of kind of cruise a little bit. I think he really wants to just shut down. I think he'll, he yeah. wants to play good footy. I think you get that from him, but I just don't think he wants to be a face or, or be a part of this next era of Tigers. Yeah. I think he just wants to take care of himself and enjoy a bit of life. And and supposedly the relationship is super strong with him and Hardwick as it was with um, Trent Conchen or is with Trent Cochin, but with him leaving yeah. the footy club, I think he goes up with um, with Hardwick to get another good couple of years out of himself.
3: I'm glad you brought that up. The three people that often come up when you're talking about Dusty Martin and the reason why he turned out the way he did was Damian Hardwick, Trent Cochin, and Mark Williams. They were the three cool. that kept him on the straight and narrow and almost made him into the play that he was. Sure, they're not going to teach him the natural talent, but they're the three that have been the father figures for him and and the mature side for him to learn from. So I think with Cotchin going, with Mark Williams not being there, and Hardwick being at the Suns. Imagine a Suns forward line with Dustin Martin, Bailey Humphrey, King, the Casbolt as a third tall. Like they've just got options everywhere all of a sudden, don't they? And they've got three really good draft picks coming in.
2: And if they can keep Sam Day healthy, let Lakosius yeah. push a bit further up and run off the mm. halfback. No different to. Um... Uh, who's their draft pick, um, uh, the really tall fella, not McAndrew or whatever it is. Um, Charlie you know, Ballard. No, nah, Charlie Ballard's killing it as well. But, yeah, the, yeah. the young fella that they picked up, um, Sudanese boy. Um, McAndrew. Yeah, McAndrew. Oh, there you go. I said McAndrew. I mm. oh, no, there you go. Yeah. Um, they've got a lot of talent. They've got a lot yeah, of talent. Right. If I, can, mm-hmm. I, I think that would be very handy. Do you know who you brought him up? I, I'd love Choco Williams to get another chance somewhere else. I, I think he's still – yeah. I think he's still a very he's an interesting character and I get it, but he knows football and he knows people, and that's where today's football is. For those I know we're
3: digressing a little bit here, but for those of you that are listening in, have a look. I, I believe he's with Melbourne at the moment. Mm. Just he's he's always at clubs that are doing well. Port Adelaide, Richmond, Melbourne. So It's like he's got not the secret success or the the special water like space jam, the secret sauce or whatever you want to call it, but you always see him in winning situations. So, yeah, don't be surprised if he bucks that trend and heads up to the Gold Coast seeing the potential that that has.
2: We move on. We've got four teams to go. We're going to push through There's some big lists here. I think St Kilda gets yeah. – uh, Sydney gets a big conversation. So we'll we'll punch into the quicker mode that we have now. Uh, Daniel McKenzie hasn't featured in their senior side this year, battling for some soft tissue injuries.
3: Unfortunately, De list
2: Hunter Clark, I think we all know enough about Hunter Clark. He's, uh, mm. you know, was taken pick seven in 2017. Um, you know, I think he's going to show there's going to be a lot of interest that comes Hunter Clark's way. So I'd say St Kilda's is going to obviously offer him a multi-year deal. Do you see him staying or do you see him going? Staying. I like that. Yeah. There's a nice little mention here, and I, I think that's a true statement that he would be a big fan of, uh, he would be a big fan of, Ross Lyons style of coaching. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that one doesn't shock me at all. Um, Jack Bytel, hasn't had much of a go. Dominates a VFL level, uh, just can't get it done at AFL level.
3: Yeah, relocate. I think you'll see him on another list next year.
2: I like that as well. Good call. Jack Perez, um, played his first game, round 18. He's left out as a side a week after. Um, Do you feel like he deserves another crack? Yeah, rookie him.
3: The son of Nova Paris Kneebone.
2: Yeah, WA. Um, interesting one, Jade Gresham. Uh, this guy was, you know, all Australian type contentions, can mm-hmm. go in their midfield, can play impact. He's kind of just fallen off the wagon. What happens with Jade Gresham?
3: Yeah, relocate. He's not staying at the Saints. You can clearly yeah. see he's frustrated and you see people in the past when they're Just about on their last legs at any clubs, they have this deflated feeling when things don't go their way. And his body language isn't the best at the best of times. So, yeah, he's on his way out.
2: The other one's Jack Billings. He's not on this list. He's another one that's just sort of, you know, all the Jack that everyone got excited about them all. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Jimmy Webster, um, solid year for the Saints. He's playing, you know, shutting down most of the small forwards. Sign him up. Keep him, Yep uh leo Connolly haven't really heard of him much hasn't really done enough he's gone Mm -hmm. uh now we start getting into some names who are really starting to produce for the team so i think there's some easy conversations i don't think we need to talk about him as players i'm going to ask you and say the name and ask you your verdict uh liam stocker two years mason wood four years nick caulfield two years Solid. I don't mind that. I don't mind the four-year shout for Mason Wood. I think he's found his way on the the wing, and I think he's buying into um, Ross Lyons' system, and and Ross loves, always loves his best 22, and so I Mm -hmm. reckon that he'll get get thrown a big deal his way. Um, Oscar Adams, um, you're keeping him around as a rookie. He's only a 20-year-old, consistent performance in the VFL level this year. He's about 13 touches in his 16 appearances. He's a tall defender. I'm going to read off the notes here, which says... All defenders don't grow on trees,
3: neither do new deals. You're out, son. Oof,
2: go on, interesting. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh, I think he's. Oh, I'm going to agree with the notes. I think he's going to stay on the rookie list. Okay, uh, Ryan Burns, uh, one of his best years at the Saints playing season high 18 games under Ross Lyon.
3: I think he'll stay. Yep, two years.
2: Now, what do you do with Tom Campbell? We talk about tools not growing on trees, but rucks mm. you can kind of groom. What are, you, what are you doing with Tom Campbell? I mean, he is technically their second ruck. Um, yeah, yeah. Hmm.
3: He's a rookie. Why? As insurance in case Rowan Marshall goes down. We've seen this year that Rowan Marshall is a very good first choice ruckman and very good as the line ruckman, as Melbourne should do with Maxie Gorn. And they rotate Machete Owens through there, which seems to work pretty well for them. So (laughs) unless there's an injury to Rowan Marshall, he won't play senior footy, but he'd be one of the better backup Ruckmans going around.
2: And last two, Tom Highmore um, looks to have his list spot taken by Josh Battle. I think he's going to be moved on. Or
3: Yeah, he burst on the scene last year, especially super coach wise, intercept defender, scored pretty well. I think he got injured and has never found his way back into the team. I think there's a little bit of currency there for like a West Coast. They're lacking some defenders, so maybe he gets another shot there. We'll say relocate.
2: Been some big injuries to this man, Zach Jones. What do you think St. Kilda do with Zach Jones, mate?
3: I think he's done. Yeah, I think it's time to retire.
2: I think so too. I I don't think they need to hold him. Uh, I think they've got enough there to to not hold him. I think it might come down to maybe a few of those decisions from those boys that we set up the top, um, whether they do sign those multi-year deals. If they don't, then maybe they've got to hold on to him. But if they do, time to move on. Yep. We
3: and move Sydney. on to the Sydney Swans, who are proudly sponsored by Bill Hill No. We're going to get some feedback, regardless of what we say about every Sydney Swans player. But it's let's a big get list. On. It's yeah. a big list. We're going to go through them relatively quickly because, let's be honest, outside of Phil, no one cares about the Sydney Swans. Dylan Stevens.
2: <laughs> oh, long-term deal. Sign him up. Yeah, Long yeah. deal. I rate if- him highly. Um, pick number five in the 2019 draft. Yeah. Um, yeah. 41 games under his belt. Only 22. Um, yeah, I'm reading some of Phil's notes here as well because he's given us a nice little
1: Prep, yeah, he loves
2: yeah. coming. So I'm going to use his notes and uh, I've looked over them and I like them. So that one I'm agreeing with Phil.
3: I think he gets traded to Victoria. Ooh. Yeah, there was there's some news out today that Victorian clubs are looking at him. So, he's either going to get signed or moved on, but either way, he's going to get a multi year deal. So,
2: but this is the trickiness of this episode that we're talking about. And this is our Mm -hmm. opinion of what the swans, if we're in the swan's shoes, this is what we're doing. We're offering them a multi year deal. If we, but if you have the news, I like it. Cool. If you think he's going to get traded, he's got value 100%. 100%. He does.
3: Yeah. Hayden McLean.
2: Yeah. McLean. Yeah. I think now with the, with Buddy gone, he gets signed on. Um, I think it's a lock. I think you're offering him two years. Um, I'm trying to tell you what... He's uh, one of the
3: better um, contested marks that Sydney have. He's a strong lump of a lad.
2: He's a really good shot at goal too. He's Mm. he's got a good set shot. Um, I think Phil's even known that as well. He's got a good set shot. And look, if you're ever looking for someone to be that second ruck, he can do it as well. So that's good. Yeah, multi-year deal.
3: Lewis Mellican... At the start yeah. of the season, it seemed inevitable. Melikan would request a trade elsewhere in search of more game time. However, with, unfortunately, Paddy McCartan having to hang up the boots because of injury and Tommy McCartan being injured, the Swans can ill afford to lose a reliable key defender.
2: Yeah, and they're not getting Tommy um, Barris now by the sound of things. Nah. I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing him. I think he sits ahead of Aaron Francis. I think they've got mm-hmm. to try and sign him to a to multi-year.
3: So the, the myth of the Supercoach world, who finally played this year, Will Gould, taking a pick 26 in the 2019 draft. Gould only made his debut this season and hasn't been back in the senior team since round 10, which was the clash against North Melbourne, which was the, the game that I was at, and he didn't play that well. I think it's time we say goodbye to the phantom of the Supercoach world.
2: I think he's looking. I don't think he's going to stay. He's not going to stay at Sydney. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to try and look and relocate. Um, and if not, Sydney will delist him, I reckon. Yeah.
3: I'm going to be quick on this one. Sam Wicks, I really like him. I'm giving him three years.
2: Yep. I'm with you on that one. Yep.
3: Lachlan McAndrew made his debut in 2023, but he is behind Tom Hickey and Peter. Uh, it says here behind Peter Adams, but Peter Adams is shit. So I'm putting him above him. We'll struggle to get consistent game time, especially with Tom Hickey as the first ruck and then having um, Hayden McLean as potentially, or Joel Amati as potential backup ruckman. I think he stays. I think he's got to stay. Hickey, he's one injury away from retiring. Give him another year in that system and that's his spot to lose.
2: Yeah, I, I think he's got to stay. I think they've got to keep him on. I don't agree with Phil on this one as much. Now, you might think someone's not a cultural fit or things like that, but they took a chance on Peter Laddams. I think Peter Laddams can play. I don't I don't mind Peter Laddams. I don't think you can trust in Tom Hickey going to 33 next year in, in March. Yeah. Um, so for me, you got to keep on with Lockie McAndrews and then keep Peter um, Laddams as well, unless you get some value for him and bring someone else in. Yeah.
3: Yeah speaking of the man that's been at more clubs than what I've had hot dinners, Tom Hickey. Look, you keep... Yeah. 32 years of age, one year.
2: Yeah, unless the rumours of, you know, Grundy's another option. They're on uh, Sydney's wish list, I think. Um, If anyone's proven that, um, you know, players love coming to a club, you know, Sydney's one of them. So I could actually see Grundy moving up to Sydney. I know there's a lot of talk about Adelaide and his history and and all those sort of things, but... They have a great culture, Sydney, and mm-hmm. dare I say, I nearly think they're actually in a better spot than Port when mm-hmm. we go into 24. I think they're in a better spot.
3: Okay. Interesting take. I like it. Now, this one, this one's interesting because this guy for me was the number one tagger in the AFL before Finn McGuinness has surpassed him, Ryan Clark. So he's, he's taken big scalps in his time. And Taggers are worth their weight in gold, but hasn't really played that much this year. Are you holding on to him or, or what are you doing with him?
2: Yeah, well, it's a multi-question, this one, because he's out of contract. But I think it's a couple of things. I think they're looking at what the market's asking. I think he's possibly going to look at what the market's asking. So I think relocation is the first comment that I'll make. And if there's not enough there, then they'll sign him to one year. Okay, and he, And he'll accept it.
3: Mark Sheather, played three games this year, two as the sub. Do you list?
2: Yeah. And can I always say, I'll say one final thing with Ryan Clark as well. Is, yeah. it, is a players like Finn McGuinness upping his value that other clubs who are willing to maybe play a 17-man defence and let someone tag, does Ryan Clark's value go up with Finn McGuinness now starting to play the way he is and shutting some players out? Not only shutting them out, but Hawthorne actually getting some wins.
3: Great question. Yes. Because teams have been so focused on team defences and not worried about the individual, where we've seen what an individual can do against certain teams and against certain team defences. So those people are worth their weight in gold. And I I hope the role of the tagger comes back because it, it is a specialist role in an AFL footy side when executed well can shut down key players, which in turn wins games for the Hawthorne Footy Club, who struggled at the start of the year. They got belted against Essendon. They got belted against other teams. I think Sydney gave them a pumping. Pin McGuinness comes in, shuts down some players, some decent players. They beat Collingwood. So they're worth their weight in gold for me. Yep. Uh, Jaden McGaw. Don't know much about this guy. I've been playing VFL. I haven't really got any stats to go on.
2: I don't know enough about him, so I'm going to go to Fields uh, Notes, which is relocate. Only 19 and talented, but can see him playing senior footy uh, anytime soon. They re- he reckons he's behind Hawk uh, uh, can- uh, C- C- Cahen in the pecking order. So yeah. uh, yep. So they reckon he cool. reckons he's got some value, so he'll relocate. Okay.
3: Well, let's talk about the man you've just brought up, Hugo Cole Khan. The Swans picked Cole K- uh, Khan. In the 2022 mid-season draft, and has been among the best players for Sydney's VFL side. He's still only 19, but if Phil's pumping him up, then we're pumping him up. Give him seven years.
2: <laughs> yeah, Phil says multi-year deal, um, yeah, size, okay. size, and age in his favour. So obviously, by the sound of things, he's the one to keep, and uh, Arnold's the one to go. Uh,
3: and the last three, it looks pretty straightforward to me. Looking at stats here: Cameron Owen, Lachlan Rankin, Harrison Arnold. D-list, D list, D list, D list. Yeah,
2: yep. all gone for me. You
3: know what, Robbie? You're what a fantastic man to give us a take on West Coast.
2: Yeah, look, um, there's some interesting names on this list too, and yeah, I'm going to be pretty, yeah, I'm going to be pretty brutal here. We'll see how we go, uh, mate. You've just got as much as much insight as I do, but I'll uh, I'll talk to a few of these names that I know. Now, you're going to hate this one, but I'm going to jump in first. I still think, Alex Witherden, you must give one year too. Um, I know that you don't rate him and all that type of stuff, but with Hearn going and things like that, I think he's the type of player. He's still only 24. Um, they still need an accumulator down back just to steady things a little bit. I don't think you can give him away. It's, it's one year for me.
3: Yeah, because you need someone to at least hit a target for West Coast, don't you? reluctant one-year deal from me.
2: Yep. You're getting yeah, $20 in the, the box rule. each week. I know the reason. I think it's just where that list is at. He's got to stay. Mm. He's, he's got to, to stay. stay. Yeah. Uh, Connor West, um, you know, really struggled, missing a lot of senior footy due to injuries. Um, he came onto the scene quite well and hit the ground running. Um, he avoided the cull last year, but I think he's on the chopping block this year and won't play. He'll be delisted.
3: Delisted. So some, some of these kids as well, we've got to remember with a lot of senior – Players like Hearn, and Natanui all retiring. Yep. Some of these kids that would ordinarily be delisted may hang around for another season because of the, the list turnover that could potentially have. And you need to keep a core amount of players who are familiar with the system in with the
2: team. No, I think you're spot on. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So there'll, there'll be some interesting decisions here, but I think they're going to be quite yeah, brutal be. Um, yeah. and no different with this person here. Middle uh, mature age rookie that they picked up Greg Clark out of the Subiaco football club, you know, it was, prime out of waffle just hasn't seemed to fit into their system i actually think he's going to get delisted um he's at 26 of eight 26 years of age now um if you're not really fitting into the group he goes back and plays waffle chops it up up there but um comes up and just doesn't quite seem to do much unless simo is gone and a new coach comes in and sees a role for him i think he's going to get delisted
3: he sounds more like an accountant than he does an afl footballer greg <laughs> clark but there's a lot of players isn't there that chop it up at at senior footy or reserves AFL level and then just can't sort of make the switch to AFL level. And unfortunately he's one of them at 26 years of age and how ordinary West Coast are at the moment, you've got to bite the bullet there and uh, pack his bags for him.
2: And a lot of that's not on the player. A lot of that just does come down to opportunity and even role when they come up to the AFL as well. And maybe Mm -hmm. if that role is just not available, then so be it. You've got to be adaptable. We talked about the Travis Mm -hmm. Bokes who can go forward, back, midfield, whatever. I mean, he's an elite footballer, but it's not easy for everyone to do that. Even have a look at Bailey Smith at the moment, how he's dropped off the perch at, at uh, Western, Bulldogs. You know, Western Bulldogs. He's, yeah. he's going to have to find his way in a new role because um, you can't just always play that role that you, um, you want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaiah Winder, um, he's only played seven games of senior footy, um, hasn't played one since round 12 last year. I think he's going to be delisted.
3: Yep. See you, mate.
2: This one I find interesting, and I totally disagree with these notes. Jack Petracelli. He has not made the leap at all. I think he continues to get opportunities. He's been able to play in the roles that he wants to play. They're saying a multi-year deal from SEN. I'm saying at best you sign him for one year because he hasn't done enough for a guy. I wish I had that type of speed.
3: Yeah, I agree. One year deal. Prove yourself. Um,
2: Jack Williams, he's sort of come on a little bit more. He's had a little bit more opportunities at all. He's only 19 years old. I think it's just a one year. He hasn't done enough to really boom a multi-year deal, but I think you sign him for one. Yep, I agree. Jack, uh, Jake Waterman, he's an interesting one. Obviously, he had the health issues. I don't think he gets enough of a crack. I think with the way the list is going, he's got to be, he'll be looking to relocate. I think he's going to take a look at every opportunity he gets. Um, I think West Coast will look to sign him to one. But if I'm, Jake Waterman, I'm I'm looking elsewhere because he has not been given enough of a crack in the role that he deserves to play in for a team that's performing this poor. Yeah, spot
3: on. And there's one there just above him, Jai Cully, the mid-season Ooh. draft pick. Really nice player. I'd sign him for a couple of years.
2: Yeah, I've heard some Victorian sides circling a little bit for him as mm. well. But, um, He's real nice. Yeah, he came on. He was that number one pick in the mid-season draft uh, last year um had a few had a acl obviously as well but yeah i'd be looking to try and sign him now for sure yeah um jermaine jones one of those players who's moved sort of down to the half back i think he runs well off the half back line as well he's only 24 years old um he has had an ankle injury i'd still be signing him to a couple of years
3: yeah yeah they need those sorts of players but playing half back at west coast is probably the easiest position in football because the ball's down there a lot
2: what are you doing with Jamie Cripps? I don't think he needs to be talked about too much. What are you doing with Jamie Cripps?
3: One-year deal. They need senior bodies.
2: Yeah, one more one more year. Or not one more year, but one-year deals until you work out. Um, he's yep. kind of the um, the Luke Bruce of that side for sure. Um, Lukey Edwards, um, showing a bit of promise. Ten appearances this season, 21-year-old utility. Um, pretty sure he's the son of Tyson. Um, Tyson Edwards okay. from Adelaide. I think he goes all right, and I'll be giving so him do one I. year. Yeah.
3: I'm giving him two. I like him.
2: I do too. He, you know, he doesn't get talked enough over here, but every time I've yeah. watched him play, he looks classy and, and, yeah, looks all right with the footy. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Foley, um, yeah, missed a lot of senior footy with injuries. For me, he's on the D list. Yep. And okay. we know Luke's retiring. Congratulations on a fantastic career. I think an absolute leader and stalwart of that footy club. It looks like he will be pushing into coaching. My personal okay. opinion is, I would love to see him go to another club and do do that first. Unless he just goes to West Coast for a bit of development coaching first. But if he's moving into a more assistant type role, I think the best move you can ever do is go and look at a different system. And then if you want to mm-hmm. come back and be at West Coast, that's the best way to do it. Look at Sam Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are you doing with Ryan Merrick? Should he get another year? Multi. Multi. I think he
3: looks good. I think he looks good up forward. Yeah.
2: Uh this is a sad story. Sam Petreski Seaton, obviously a, a um, single figure draftee uh number. Um he just hasn't fitted in. I just don't think he does anything. I just don't think he does enough at this club and he's had opportunity. He's a he's a D list for me.
3: Yeah, he's gone. He's run his race.
2: Yep. Um Shannon Hearn. What can we say about him? Obviously, games record holder now for West Coast. Just the silent captain who just leads on the field. What an absolute performer! And um, and hats off for him to everything that he's produced out of um, coming out of Adelaide, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, no, Xavier O'Neill.
3: came out of Danny Nong.
2: Oh, Danny Nong. Oh, my bad. Apologies. Yeah. Apologies. Um, to Xavier O'Neill, uh, I think they're going to give him one year just because of where the list is currently at. And then Zane True, I think just, yeah, he's just struggling to get a game at the moment off that rookie draft and I think he'll get delisted. Yeah, and I think so they, They're going to make some big moves. We move on to the last team, mate, Western Bulldogs. Um, if you want to take us through that.
3: Yeah, I can do that. Thanks, I'm mate. Slyly on the side, just making sure that my Shannon Hearn from Dandenong. Or that I thought he I, there, the, I, I want to say he got drafted
2: out. Of, I want to say he got drafted out of Adelaide, didn't he?
3: Uh, we'll, we'll find out soon. I'll keep looking while we're talking.
2: So, uh, Western
3: Bulldogs. So Anthony Scott became a regular starter this season and has found his feet in the Bulldogs' forward line. Yeah, I, I like him. He's a live wire.
2: Absolutely. Multi-year deal for me. Agree. I stand
3: to be corrected. He is out of SA. Congratulations, Robbie. You got one on me.
2: About time. About time I got one. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
3: <laughs> this, this next, one, next one's a good one. Bailey Williams. I like him off halfback for the for the dogs. He's got size. He's got run. He uses the ball well. How many years are you giving him?
2: Oh, at least at least two. I'd actually give him three. I'm a big I'm a big fan when he comes on the ground and plays. I'm I rate him highly. Yep. And the the
3: the exotic iced tea Bukul Kamis. He's only been on the list for three seasons, but he, he looks good. I like him. I'm giving him a year. I don't like
2: him. I know you're going to give him a year. I know Sen's mentioning that they give him multi year. I'm a, I'm nah. giving him one. I don't yeah. rate him. I look. I probably. I've got to be fair. I'll be fair to the bloke. I haven't probably seen him enough, but I haven't seen enough when I did watch him.
3: Caleb Polter. He's been in the in the side since he was bought in. I, apart from his shit hair, dude. I like him as a footballer. Give him a couple of years.
2: He's a true winger, isn't he? I think he's yeah, just he a genuine winger. Other than when he played against Collingwood, his uh, old side, and decided to kick it their direction or run in their direction, he forgot which mm. side he was playing for. I've rated him. I think he slots him well, and he's he's taken a bit of time from the uh, Oscar Baker, hasn't he? Who started off the year, he's kind of slotted yeah, in there a is. bit more. So, yeah, give him another go for sure.
3: Cody Rock hasn't played the career game yet. I reckon he's done.
2: Caddy Fak, I don't even know who you are. Yeah, yep, probably done.
3: Uh, See ya mate. <laughs> speaking of the uh, the European surname, Dominic Bedendo. Similar story to rock. He hasn't had much of a go. So, Rock off, mate. You're out.
2: I love how I was actually going to go similar to Rock, but it actually is the notes on there. So, yep. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, Hayden Crozier, senior footballer, had, had some injuries. One?
2: Yeah, he gets one. He gets one for sure.
3: This is who I was speaking about as to be my Smokey, to bring in at Essendon for our backup Ruckman or our second Ruckman. Jordan Sweet. Oh, He's a big dude. Seems to be their only option if English ever wanted to leave or gets injured. There's a lot of interest from other clubs, which I think will make the Bulldogs desperate to want to keep him. He definitely gets a multi-year deal, but at which club? If I'm speaking on the Western Bulldogs side of things, you want to keep him because he... He often gets 50, 60 touches in the VFL and makes other ruckmen look small. He needs a shot at senior footy. And like I would love the bloke at Essendon. I think he'd he'd give us so much. So if I'm Jordan Sweet, I'm looking for a trade elsewhere.
2: I think he should be calling every single club that has a coach that's willing to play two rucks Mm -hmm. because then at least he knows if he goes and he's sort of the second ruck at the side, he at least knows that he might get a bit of a crack. But right now, you're literally playing in a side that you're waiting for someone to get injured.
3: If he was to go to a football club like, say, West Coast and he was the the number one ruck there, or if he gets traded to Port Adelaide and he's the number one ruck there, I am putting him in as my R2 next season. I'm that confident that he will score well if he's given the number one ruck role.
2: Have not heard his name here in WA with all the chats of like where West Coast could look. But yep. when you talk about what he's doing and what he could offer, it's surprising that that name hasn't come up.
3: Mm. Yeah, he's, he's ready to break out. Uh, Josh Bruce, this is sad. I like this guy. He's given the Saints a lot. He's given the doggies a lot. Who was he at before that? Was it GWS?
2: Yeah, I think you're right. Yep.
3: Yeah. I think he's done. The ACL has probably done him.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, yep. I'm a big fan of Josh Bruce as well. So sad that this will probably come, but yeah, time to retire.
3: Lockie Neal, a couple of years. He's a good good forward slash rotation type forward.
2: Yep, two years.
3: Mitch Hannon, out,
2: done. Yeah, I think think it's time. Yeah, you got to, with this list that they're looking at and the names that we're sort of saying, I think he's one of the ones that's got to go.
3: So This is an interesting one for me, this next one. Rourke Smith, he's been a battler for a long time. And he's had, he's had a shithouse run with injury, but you can only keep a bloke on a list for so long. I, I'm going to get aggressive here and I'm cutting him.
2: Yeah, I don't mind that. I'll, I'll, I'll back you in. I think, yeah, he, he may be the last name on the list.
3: Hmm. Robin McComb, first featured in round 16 against the Saints this year and only played three games. Looks like he'll be part of the unlucky few that will need to look for a new home. Yeah, I agree. Uh, your boy from Hawthorne, Taylor Juray. What do you think?
2: I think you keep him one I think he's a one more year. I think he's similar to Hayden Crozier. I think he gets one more year. You know what you get out of him. Um, he slots into that nice top 28 list for them. and uh, mm-hmm. when he comes in, you don't even notice again that you've got an injury in the side. He does his job.. Yeah. There's
3: two interesting ones that we're going to finish on here. Toby McLean. His time's gone.
2: Yeah, I'm probably going to answer the same for both of these. I just don't think they've done enough. They're names, they're names that we know of that think they can produce, but this team has to make some moves right now, and I think they might find other homes, but they'll get delisted from this side.
3: And, yeah, your boy from Hawthorne, Tim O'Brien. I think they give him a go down back. He's, got a, he's a good intercept defender, he's- and if he learns his craft, I think he could be quite good for them.
2: I think he's had it. I just don't think they have a spot for him now. I don't think he gets okay. it here. I think with the names that we're talking about, the Bailey Williams and, and Bailey Dales and all the others that are there, we've just talked about Hayden Crozier. I know we're talking different sizes, yes. but we're just thinking about the names yeah. that we're all listing and we haven't even talked about their key backs, I mm. just think I think they'll look, he'll look to relocate again. I think he's got to tr- he'll find another club because I think he's got enough to offer another club with his size and he definitely has to be looking for somewhere to play as a back. For sure. So you think North Melbourne? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's too I think he's got enough to offer that he doesn't walk. He doesn't walk into any team as a best 22, but he walks in to go, I can give you I can give you an option. So I think that there will be a home for him. I don't know if it's at the doggies.
3: I actually like the Tim O'Brien and Sydney call. I think they've got they've got a really good knack of unleashing or unlocking potential in players like this.
2: I'd like a Tim O'Brien over an Aaron Francis. Mm. I think he gives you a bit more mobility, um, more size. Um, mm. Yeah, I reckon you've unearthed two really good calls in this Western Bulldogs one. And as I just said, I've been hearing it on WA radio, but hopefully people start to listen to this podcast and uh, and we'll get this one out there, which mm. is I don't mind Tim O'Brien to Sydney and I definitely don't mind Jordan Sweet to the West Coast Eagles.
3: hmm. Mate, right, that's our wrap. What else you got for us, mate?
2: Mate, how much more can we give? We've just given over an hour of absolute rip-snort of content um, to go through all the players that are uncontracted. So make sure you have a listen to both ones. I know WA traffic at the moment is absolutely horrendous, so I wish I could listen to something like this on my commute to work. But, mate, I'll tell you one thing. I'm off to Bali tomorrow.
3: You're a lucky man. You like, how long for a week?
2: Two weeks going for a week, going for a week. So maybe our ratings will start to go through the roof. But uh, I'm off for a week and
3: uh, sipping and cocktails, sitting by the been, pool.
2: It's been a while. It's been a while. Not gonna lie, I'm gonna go work on this tan and uh, and work on the guts. And by that I mean club sandwiches every hour on the hour side of Strawberry Daiquiri. Um, but, mate, yeah, I'm going to go and do that. So no doubt you might do a couple solos. You might even get Will the Jackie Skidmore in here. You might get in the Herbie Bull. Who knows who we get in here. But uh, no matter what, I know you're going to bring the content, mate. I safely sign off this episode knowing that you've got it under control. We got this. We got this. <laughs> mate, it's always an absolute pleasure. Any final words for yourself?
3: No, not really. Just for our viewers, our new subscribers, and for those that aren't subscribed, subscribe, like, Put the little ding-a-ling the bell on so you know when we come up with our lives. We've got NBL coming up. We've got NBA coming up. We've just been informed that we are the official partners with the NBA 2K eSports, which is going to be huge for us this year. So by the time this drops, it'll be all over social media. And with cross-play with PlayStation, Xbox, there's going to be a huge community involved in that. So I want to encourage everyone to like, subscribe, follow us here, follow us on Uh, YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. You get all your good stuff here. We're running cash leagues with NBA, running cash leagues with NFL. We're running free leagues. We're running EPL leagues. The fun never stops with the Insight Fantasy Sports podcast team.
2: Mate, anyone watching on YouTube, this is why the bags under the eyes are coming. We are delivering Mm. and listening to everything. But I think, mate, we must sign out with it goes without saying, well done, Matildas. You did the country absolutely proud. I don't even want to mention about it just being anything to do with women's sport, what it's done for women's sport, what it's just done for sport, what you've done as athletes, what you've done to Mm -hmm. produce what you did was absolutely phenomenal. And I reckon you made the whole country absolutely nearly erupt when uh, Sam Kerr slotted that in for one all. But congratulations to England. I think they were just the slightly better side. But to all the tildes out there and to all the supporters who followed along, you did us proud. All the best with the bronze medal game against uh, Sweden. We wish Mm -hmm. you all the best, but final shout out to you, Matildas. Bloody ripper. Well done from everyone here at Insight Fantasy Sport Podcast. Well done and peace out. See ya.